When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Go Huskies podcast is presented by Air Van Moving, the official mover of Husky Athletics and your next move. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Live from Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal in Seattle. It's the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Throws it down with a ferocious two-handed dunk. Your chance to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show is presented by Anthony's Restaurants, showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. Now, here's the voice of the Huskies, Tony Castricone. Happy New Year, everybody. How you doing? Live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. It's the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Uh, we just got done watching the Rose Bowl on the big screen here. Now we got Monday Night Football on as we've got uh, the head coaches of Husky Basketball coming out to talk about Washington hoops. Tina Langley is here. Mike Hopkins will be here at the bottom of the hour. Uh, nothing like taking on the best to start off a new year. huh? The women's team had to face the number 11 team in college basketball, uh, the Utah Utes yesterday. Huskies hanging tough for four quarters, falling by eight points. Tino will talk to Elise Woodward about that coming up in a little bit. The men's team played number 11 UCLA as well. Uh, men just struggled to score yesterday, putting up 49 in a 74-49 uh, loss. But we'll talk to Mike Hopkins about that in the upcoming road uh, trip to the Arizona schools. Gets no easier for the men as they have to uh, go now on the road and take on Arizona and Arizona State this week. So lots to get to here on the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Live from Chinooks, Elise Woodward, Tina Langley coming up next right here on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? 
or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. have you with us here at Chinooks. It is the Washington Coaches Show, and we are so glad to have you with us. We're going to be here live at Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal in Magnolia all season long every Monday. So come out and join us for some wonderful food and, of course, talking some Husky hoops. And uh, Coach Tina Langley with me here. And, Coach, you can look at it two ways. You finish 0-2 on the weekend, but I really thought your team played well. You played Colorado, an NCAA tournament team last year. The game was not decided until the final minutes. And 11th-ranked Utah, you hung in there. You had a lead entering the fourth quarter. You held them to their lowest point total and lowest field goal percentage of the season. But in the fourth quarter, they looked like a team that had been there, done that before. They were in the NCAA tournament a year ago. They're ranked 11th in the nation. So close. Um, so you can take your positives in that. How do you approach it? What did you tell your team after the weekend? Uh, same as always. We just look back at each team and see, you know, where do we show improvement and, uh, you know, where do we need to continue to grow. And so uh, a lot of great takeaways from this weekend. Really proud of the way we came back from, obviously, a break, the Christmas holidays and <laughs> travel and, you know, sickness everyone deals with in the, uh, in the winter season. And so um, saw some great, um, you know, toughness and uh, overcoming adversity from some individuals and, and then as a team just uh, grew a lot in the way we're trying to defend and what we're trying to execute and um, so just a lot of growth I, th- I was really proud of our effort and um, and and how our execution is continuing to improve well I thought on both ends of the floor we'll start with Utah just because that was the most recent game where uh, you had that lead entering the fourth quarter I thought offensively you looked as crisp as we'd seen in some time um, and that's kind of a surprise since you're just coming off a break. Mm-hmm. Colorado, it took a while for the motor to get running after 10 days of being laid off. And that was, that's a normal thing, right? Mm-hmm. But against Utah, you came right out and looked good from the start. And I thought the offense in terms of backdoor cuts, cutting hard, 
uh, movement with a purpose. All those things looked really good. What did you see from your offense against Utah? Yeah, well, I thought, first of all, I'll say, you know, I thought the way we came back from Christmas was really my fault because we, we came in uh, from Christmas knowing we still have a lot to, to get in. And you want to get as much as you can in before the conference season, you know, rolls around. And we were behind getting some things in. And, um, and so I think I made us play a little bit, you know, uh, had to think too much offensively when we started the game. And so, you know, made that adjustment and, and went back to what we know and what we do well. And, uh, and so I was just really proud of the girls for, you know, being able to, to make that adjustment and go out and do some things. And then, you know, our freshmen and, and some of our newcomers stayed back, uh, you know, before the game and, and kind of reviewed some of that because it's still quite new to them. And so just the time and the effort that they're putting in uh, from a learning standpoint and uh, the patience that they have with each other and all of us as we're learning each other has really been tremendous. So, so grateful for them. See, I think this is fascinating because I'm always interested in, in install and how much offense you put in. And, no. and and I know that you guys, because of academic schedules, had a real challenge in the fall. So you actually had a little bit of time once the Christmas break <laughs> got, got here. Away. <laughs> and so then it was just a matter of, okay, we've got time. And then you're like, well, maybe that was a little yeah, bit too much. Too and so much. Play were players yeah. swimming at times? Well, I think we had, we had people sick too. And so we had people coming and going uh, from practice. And so that was probably the biggest, you know, just error uh, that I think personally that I made was, um, you know, we tried to get people individually and you gotta, you gotta get out there together and get your timing. And so uh, we, we did uh, make some changes to that. And then, you know, you're playing a lot of different defenses now. And so some things have to be in, you know, Colorado yep. ran some defensive schemes that we needed to put offense in for um, that we did not have the time to in the non-conference. And so, um, you know, so some of the players that had been sick didn't get an opportunity to do that live. And that obviously shows up in a game. And so, again, I just credit to them for the way that they listened in game. And I mean, we made a lot of adjustments at the end of that game, and they did a great job coming back. And, and then, obviously, that gave us great flow going into to Utah. So Washington overall now 9-4, and 1-2 and two in Pac-12 play. Uh, the final against Colorado on Friday night, 64-56. to 56. Like I said, competitive game. Uh, Jada Noble hit a career high. She had four threes in the game. Mm. Uh, she's one of those players that was a little bit under the weather uh, but kind of battled through it. What did you see out of Jada? And just she is, Her energy is mm. so infectious. When you watch her play, she was diving on the floor. Mm. She's... I mean, I feel like she's the heart and soul of your team. When she's out there firing around, everybody else kind of follows her lead. She's a warrior. I mean, to say she was a little sick might be an understatement. She was really And to sick. see her play the way she played in Colorado was just sure will, uh, willpower. And I know our team, you know, talked to her about that and after uh, how grateful they were. And, um, you know, to battle. We had, you know, multiple players battling some sickness on everybody's at different levels. And so uh, to see the way she battled when she felt so poorly, uh, and brought so much, uh, you know, feeling that, that poorly. But that's who she is. She's just a battler, and um, you can always depend on her, um, you know, given every ounce of blood, sweat, and tears that she has. Yeah, so it's something all weekend because I know against Utah, I was wondering because I looked uh -huh. down and I'm like, Jada Noble has not been on the floor for a while, and she's not in foul trouble. Nope. <laughs> she only played 14 minutes, if I'm correct. No, and I'm going to tell you, she gave every single thing she had to play those 14 minutes. And so we're just really proud of her and the way that she, uh, she battled through. 
One player who I thought had a really good weekend and sparked you right from the start against Utah, but Lauren Schwartz. She had 12 points against Colorado. She had 17 points against Utah. It seemed like every time you needed a bucket, uh, she was able to sneak back door. Uh, she was creative offensively as well. Um, what did you see from Lauren? I know early on she was bothered by some nagging in a nagging injury. Is, mm -hmm. is she healthy, or is it yeah. just a matter of kind of powering through it now? Yeah, she's been working hard and taking care of her body and um, really done a great job uh, just getting herself ready. And, uh, you know, I think the thing that you sometimes don't notice uh, watching a game is that she's also, you know, chasing around their best players all night. And so when you're a player that's uh, – you know, that can score it the way she can, and you're you're also putting that much in on the defensive end. Uh, you know, we, we really are grateful for the way she plays. And so uh, very high IQ and understood the concepts. We changed uh, – these are two totally different teams, Colorado and Completely. Utah. It's an interesting travel <laughs> pair. And so, you know, we had to change a lot of what we did defensively for the Utah game. And, you know, she does a great job of leading the way and helping under, uh, other players understand those changes. It just has a lot of experience, high IQ, and just knows the game so well. Yeah, I would say in terms of a scouting report, <laughs> Colorado, who's athletic, defensive-minded, uh, two post players in the interior, and then you flip it, and Utah is high-scoring and, and you know wants to shoot it every time they can get it yeah. open. They're completely different yeah. in every way. Yeah. And so when you're doing a scout to prepare for the week, nothing translates, does it? Yeah, and that's what I think we were so proud of. And it's hard to, um, you know, to help your younger players even to comprehend what they, you know, had to do from a strategy standpoint. And, you know, they had to go out and, and a lot of our freshmen had to go out and play significant minutes and, and do some things defensively we've barely done in practice. And uh, I thought they, you know, as a team, we did a good job of trying to make those adjustments. Yeah, I want to talk about some of those freshmen. We'll do that. Uh, three of them on the floor at the same time. They are getting a trial by fire. There's no <laughs> question in the best conference in college basketball. It's uh, it's something to see them get better and better. Uh, this is the Washington Women's Basketball Show. When UW Hoop fans are ready for action on the hardwood, they head to Montlake to catch the game. And when they're ready for the quintessential Northwest dining experience, they head to Chinooks at Fisherman's Terminal or Anthony's Pier 66 on the Seattle waterfront. Come join us on Mondays right here at Chinooks during the basketball season. Much more with Tina Langley this this is the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. 
Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus, a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, 10 big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! It is the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. Tina Langley with Elise Woodward. We're glad to have you with us. The Huskies now 9-4 and four overall, which is already two more wins than last season, Coach, making progress. Um, and I also thought just style of play and competitiveness. You were really competitive last year throughout the season. You got better as the season went on. You got those two Pac-12 wins at the end of the season. Took Stanford to the wire on the last weekend and, and the Pac-12 tournament as well. But I, do you feel like this point, maybe mid-season, as you come and you get more practice time and, and you've had now a season with your team to learn the fundamentals and the basics of your program, do you feel like at this point you're maybe further ahead than you were this time a year ago? It's a great question. <laughs> you know, because we're talking about install, so that's where my mind right. is right now. But I would say from a sense of, like, culture and understanding who we want to be um, and what we want our program to be about, you know, I think that is, um, you know, has is, is shown great improvement. And um, we talked as a team about what gives you an advantage. Uh, and every team's doing similar things right now. Everybody's scouting, everybody's practicing, everybody's lifting weights. Like, and what sets you apart? And one of the things we think can set our program apart in years to come is the culture of the program, uh, from a culture of work to a culture of care for one another. And um, you've seen this team really, you know, take on both of those, um, you know, those terms. And so I think we're showing how much we care for one another. and We're really learning to work. Um, and that's going to give us an opportunity to grow at a really fast rate. Um, I thought Delia Daniels played really well for your team um, on both ends of the floor. She provided some grit. She had the double-double, 14 points, 10 boards against Utah. Um, and inside, the Pac-12 is the best conference in women's basketball, and the post players are, for mm. me, why? Because every single game, you're facing 6'3", 6'4", 6'5", athletes. It's incredible, and she had to do that in back-to-back -back weekends against uh, Utah with some just studs inside the lane that she's battling with. And to come away with a double-double, she had nine points against Colorado. Just what have you seen from DeLay in her first season as a Husky? Well, I just want to say her growth continues to be really remarkable. And, again, that's her desire to be great. You know, she puts a lot of time in on the court watching film. And um, I was just so proud of her growth. You know, you can see it on both ends, but I think sometimes the average person can't see the growth defensively sometimes. And I thought this last game, she did a tremendous uh, job um, off ball defensively and uh, in the low post and just ball screen defense. I mean, her growth continues to be really remarkable. And again, a tribute to her work ethic and her love of the game and uh, her ability. Uh, Alyssa Peely, the player that started at USC for the first three seasons and then now is at 
Utah, the one of the leading scorers in the Pac-12 conference, she came in with 19.9 points per game. And there were times I thought Delea had her frustrated. Yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, you know, and there, things got a little bit heated, and it was because <laughs> Delea was, just stood her ground, timed things perfectly, got her hands on balls, mm -hmm. made her adjust in the air. Mm -hmm. She didn't give her very many easy buckets at all, and that's a tribute because Alyssa Peely is a, a star. I mean, she's physically right. um, just so gifted down in the paint and with her quickness. But specifically about that, what she was able to do with Peely. What, mm -hmm. what was she doing well to just well, so limit much. her? Well, I think what makes them so difficult to guard and why Peely can really have a lot of success is how dynamic their guard play is because they can shoot it so well, so they stretch you out. Yep. Really hard to have great help siding with them. And so your posts have to be really active. They'll put you in a ball screen roller and throw it back and throw it in and, you know, just do a great job of moving everyone around. And so I thought, you know, what made Delea really special this game is how she um, guarded ball screens and then turn back to the post and continue to say, you know, when she needed to be physical, she was physical. When she needed to be fast, she was fast. Um, played great position defense over you through you. Just really um, great um, uh, um, defense. Overall, your team defensively, like this weekend, you only gave up 64 points to Colorado. You only gave up 61 points to Utah. That was a season low. This is the team that against 16th ranked Oklahoma but 124 points on the board. They were averaging 90 points coming into the game. Mm -hmm. You limited to those 61 and just 35% field goal percentage, which mm -hmm. this is a team that was number one in the Pac-12. They just shoot the lights out, as you mentioned. Um, I would assume that the defensive, like the scouting report, all those things, is there one thing that you were particularly proud of with the defensive end of the floor for this weekend, but maybe specifically against Utah? Oh, gosh, I'd say adjustments, really. The most the most thing that we were uh, proud of is we had to change things a good bit, and we could make those changes. So from the way we guarded ball screens, um, you know, to the way we were guarding specific individuals, again, two totally different styles of play. Um, I thought our transition D improved, uh, which all areas that we needed to continue to grow in. So, again, when you asked me when we opened up, like when you think about, you know, what was it? Was it successful? Was it not? It was absolutely a successful weekend because we showed such growth. And so that gives us a lot of excitement moving forward. We, we mentioned the three freshmen. They're earning more and more minutes. What's the comfort level? What have you seen from them? How are they kind of figuring out how to play in the best conference in America? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's always such a fun blend that first year because uh, oftentimes you can see potential and um, you hit the best players in the country in our conference. And then sometimes, um, you know, young people have a tendency to, to – um, you know, question, wonder, you know, um, and think too much. And so, you know, I think that, we, you know, our entire team really believes in um, each other. And I, I loved hearing our upperclassmen, you know, talking to our freshmen after the Colorado game about what they brought to the game and how much uh, impact they're making. And I hope that they can hear and see that they have a chance to really do some special things. It just takes time. It's a lot of great players to go against each other, a lot of different style of play, very physical. Um, and you have to continue to work day in and day out, and they are. They're committed to that. Uh, very dynamic, uh, incredibly hardworking, high character. Um, they're going to be great. It was nice to see Tegan Brown. She's making more and more of an impact for you, the true freshman, um, who's a good athlete. Mm -hmm. And seems to me like she's kind of making the slow roll up the mountain mm -hmm. in her freshman year. She's earning more minutes recently. What have you seen in her growth? 
Yeah, it's so much. Uh, she spent a ton of time in film. You'll see her on the floor early. All, actually, all of the freshmen, you'll see them walking through pre-practice every uh, day by themselves sometimes, um, just going through sets and learning. And so I love the way Tegan's worked. I, I think that she can be a really dynamic defender. She's already a great shooter. You're going to see a lot of offense from her in the future. But she's really fast, and she's gotten a lot stronger. I think our strength coach has done a tremendous job with our, our young players. And um, you can see her, her growth a lot right now. And, um, she had a time where she needed a drop and help the helper and ended up on Peely. And, um, you yeah, know, I, I was possession. like, this is going to be fun. And she <laughs> battled and came away with the ball. And I said, okay, Tegan. And so, um, you know, that's she who she is. She might have been outweighed she by have been. 50 pounds, 80 pounds. I don't know. She's don't tell a her she doesn't know. freshman. I mean. <laughs> but she fights. And that's what you love about her. I mean. She and I were, you know, we were working on a ball screen defense at the top of the key one day, and we kept making her going again and again. It was just preparing for Sherrod. Uh, and so, uh, you know, she, she would have to go again and again. And I was like, you, you know, you can do this, you know. And she got an amazing stop on one of our scout guys. And, uh, and you can just see her confidence growing because of the work she's putting in. Yeah, it's fun. And it's fun to see the true freshmen out there uh, battling against players that are fourth and fifth year seniors. And they're going to take their lumps sometimes, but you can see them learning uh, as they go. That's right. Uh, the Huskies will be on the road for three straight games in a row. Sunday at noon in Pullman uh, is the next game on the schedule. Next weekend they'll be at Oregon and at Oregon State, so a tough stretch against the Pacific Northwest opponents. We'll talk to Tina about that. Uh, of course, the Huskies already beat the Cougs a couple weeks ago uh, at Heck yeah, at Alaska Airlines Arena, 82-66. to 66. So we'll get her thoughts about the Huskies as they head to Pullman this weekend. It is uh, the Husky Women's Basketball Coaches Show. We're glad to have you with us here on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and healthcare specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.25% four-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. In purple rain and golden sunshine, fall Saturdays at Husky Stadium have been home to generations of loyal dog fans. For Washington faithful, there is no other place like home than on the shores of Montlake. As the official mover of Washington Husky football, Airvan Moving and Storage takes great pride in delivering the Huskies home for another dream season at Husky Stadium. We're also proud to serve the moving needs of Husky families as they move to their new homes and begin their own dream seasons. On your next move, look to the official mover of the Huskies to help meet all your personal shipping needs. Visit us today at airvanmoving.com or contact us direct at 1-800-681-9017. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. 
Basketball show. Elise Woodward and Tina Langley with you. The dogs nine and four, one and two in Pac-12 play. They started the conference season. Gosh, it seems like a long time ago before the holidays. <laughs> that one random game in Pac-12 play, which is it's really hard to get used to, but it meant that this week you will have a full week of preparation. You don't play until Sunday at noon in Pullman. You will have more practice time. You can give the players legs a rest. It's a bit of a middle break, but Coming off the holidays, it's kind of an odd. I don't know if you need that mental break right now, right? So we saw it fell on this week, and we were like, "Oh, <laughs> we hoped it would be a little later in the season." Right. But um, you know that that's okay because honestly, it ended up being better for the situation our team is in. Again, kind of changing that academic schedule. So excited about that. So they start classes uh, tomorrow, and um, but we're in a different time frame, so we'll get uh, still normal practices again. So, so you have the whole team we'll there. We'll have for an actual practice for the, with the whole hours, team. Two hours, three hours. Yeah, what almost you, three. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> As a coach, so, that's like, it, I can exciting. tell right now that's your Christmas present. Yeah, it? it was the best part. I was <laughs> like, okay, we're at one? Okay, great. So, uh, yeah, no, it'd be fun. And the girls are, um, you know, giving the opportunity to, to get back to class. Um, so that'll be good. So your team saw Washington State weeks ago. And mm -hmm. as, in the course of the season, there's so many things that change. How much do you take away? You beat Washington State 82 to 66. It was a really interesting game, <laughs> just as a fan, because Charlize Sledger Walker is such a star. She put up 40 points in that game. There were points where she was unstoppable, but you guys just kept the team at bay. It was like, mm -hmm. okay, you can go off for 40, but we'll take the W, mm -hmm. which is what you'll do every single time. But I th the game was really interesting. What do you take away from that game of what you apply to Sunday? Well, um, I like the way we came out that game. We'd had a week of practice, and I like the way that we had, um, you know, just continued again. We were uh, just beginning to add in the kind of next phase of our uh, offense, and so um, it was neat to see us be able to go out and, and compete. It's a great team, such a great, you know, well-coached team, and, um, you know, I love the way they battle, and so it's fun to play against them, and I know it means a lot to the fans and to the university to play in the Apple Cup, and I think the, the young um, our young women were really excited to do that um, and so just it's a fun environment we don't know if Charlie Sledger Walker will play in this game she is dealing with uh, a family matter had to fly home to New Zealand from Pullman so she was not there this weekend uh, for Washington State's game I I'm not sure if you've heard any information yet if she'll be back or not for your game but certainly that has to change the game plan I would imagine if she's there or if she's not when she puts up 40 in the last game I don't think we would plan for her not to be there yeah <laughs> so yeah I think we'll be we will be preparing for that um, but I will say that uh, while she's been away her team has done a great job I thought they battled both Colorado and Utah we had similar experiences um, you know some similarities and so um, you know I think I thought they did a great job without her. Tell me about the rivalry series. You mentioned that it means a lot to, what, what have you just kind of gleaned from, it, obviously it's not just a basketball thing, it's the, the entire university's an intrastate rivalry and you hear about it a lot. How is playing Washington State different than, it is different, how is it from your perspective? What do you tell the players about how to prepare for, it, it's a different level of intensity in my opinion? Well, I joked a little when I first came because I grew up in a rivalry state. Everyone's got them, right? And so when you come to another state, you sometimes think, well, this can't be 
as intense, but it is <laughs> as intense. And so I think when you talk about rivalries, you just talk about having so much pride for your alumni and for your university. And, um, and these young women love this university. And so I think we just want to go out and represent Washington um, to the best of our ability. So growing up in Alabama. Ha, you yeah. didn't have to give it away. <laughs> the See, every, my IQ score just dropped like 10. I mean, ridiculously. <laughs> Everybody <doesn't>. respected you <laughs> until they until found you out said that Alabama. you're from Alabama. Oh, and they're bless. like, oh, that's oh, Southern gosh. Belle. What does she know, right? <laughs> so the Alabama-Auburn, which side did you fall on Well, both. Up? It's a pretty interesting story. So I, I grew up um, with you know, an orange and blue basement. So if you want, that's Auburn, if you yeah. don't know. And my father went to Auburn and my mother put my father through Auburn. So they both loved Auburn because <laughs> my, my mom says she got the degree from there too. <laughs> and um, then when my father was getting ready for brain surgery, um, I got accepted to Alabama. And so I stuck the Alabama sticker on the back of his car and <laughs> the morning of the surgery. And he was pretty fired up. And I told him when he came out of surgery, he could take the sticker off the car. So, and he, he came out as the first the thing he did. Surgery. So you want to know about a rivalry, <laughs> brain surgery to the car and to take the sticker off. So yeah, it's a rivalry. Oh man, that's funny. So uh, for this Apple Cup series, how big was it for you to get that first win in the rivalry series in convincing fashion, uh, 82 to 66 back in the first, what, week or two of December? Well, I think as a coach, that's a different answer than as a rivalry. So, sure. you know, I think that I was, you know, I think our entire staff was just proud of the way that the young women played that day. And we learned a lot about ourselves. You also saw a lot of things that we needed to be better at. And from that time until now, um, we've seen some growth in some of those areas. And we've seen some areas that still need improvement uh, that were similar to that day. And so um, we've got to continue to go back to work this week and get ready. If there's one or two factors that you think will be a major part of earning a win on the road mm -hmm. in Pullman in your rivalry series, what are they? What, what are the major emphasis this week in practice for your women? Well, it's not a small thing to go on the road, and we have a lot of players that don't have the experience of going on the road in the Pac-12 yet, and so that's the first thing, and then you're doing it in the Apple Cup for the first time, and so, you know, that's going to be an interesting in environment for our student-athletes. I hope they think it's a blast. I think it's really fun to go on the road. I was always the opposite. I thought I thought away games were more fun, um, just because, you, you know, you have a competitive side that comes out at a different level there and so we look yeah. forward to introducing them to that and um, I think it can be a, a great experience but just the toughness it takes on the road and I think the mental toughness and physical toil it takes to travel um, and the way we prepare um, in those aspects will be what we'll be thinking about. Well, the Huskies just one game this weekend. It is Sunday at noon in Pullman as the Dogs try to go 2-0 in the rivalry series and even their conference record at 2-2. Two two. So best of luck to Tina. Thanks, as Thank always, you. for joining us. Coming up next is Tony Castricone and Mike Hopkins for the men's portion of the program. This is the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, 
times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! At Banner Bank, we're cheering for the dogs just like you. We know it takes dedication and teamwork to achieve big goals on the court and in life. As one of Forbes' world's best banks three years in a row, rest assured you'll find the banking solutions you need and people you can trust at Banner. Visit your local Banner Bank branch or find us at BannerBank.com. Banner Bank, let's create tomorrow together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. All right, welcome back to Chinooks, live for the Husky Basketball Coaches Show here on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Time to talk a little men's hoops with the head coach of Husky men's basketball, Mike Hopkins. Throw that headset on, Hop. How you doing today? Good. How are you? Good. Good to see you, man. Nice to Happy see you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, bud. Hey, any? I know you're big on um, uh, New Year's resolutions and all those sorts of things. Yeah. Do you have any penned out for 2023 yet, or uh, have you gotten there? I know you got a lot of games going on right now. <laughs> Win, baby. Just win. Just That's win, my New baby. Year's resolution. All Let's right. Let's go. Come you. on. Hey, go, dogs. What's yours? <laughs> okay. So this is embarrassing, but my New Year's resolution, I've got like eight little habits that I just want to get better at. Like yeah. like things that are like super modest, like yeah. floss every day. Yeah. Like drink a gallon of water every day. Yeah. Like little tiny things. That it's like, I like that. I'm a I'm a 40 year old man and I can't do these simple little things. Well, I'll tell you one. You know, just I, I made a joke, but the biggest thing for me is is just like life gets hits you so many times. Just be positive. Yeah. You know, right. I sometimes I hurt myself. Like meaning, like you know, I don't yeah. eat, I don't sleep, and yeah. those types of things, and uh, control what you can control. That's right. So hey, uh, let's talk a little bit about Husky basketball. Dogs are um, getting ready to head down to the desert. First, coming off a, a, a tough home series against these LA yep. schools. Uh, two really good programs coming up here, but um, you know, it starts with USC on December 30th. I thought a lot of great energy in the building. I thought your team came out and played pretty well. Um, one of the more entertaining back-and-forth games we've had, I think there was something like 16 lead changes in the game. Yeah. And most of those happened in the first half. Um, what did you see from from that early perspective against USC? Well, I thought, uh, you know, coming off a break, you know, had a couple of days of practice. They were up for five. I, I felt like our energy wasn't great. And, uh, you know, we, but we hung in there. You know, there was, there was two times in the game where we struggled. Uh, the last two or three minutes of the first half where they, uh, they took the lead. And then the, the start of the, you know, the second half, we were really good at the 10-minute mark. But <clears throat> I felt like, you know, we couldn't get a shot to fall uh, and when we needed it. And uh, at the end of the game, it was, you know, they just went on that run and we just couldn't put the ball in the basket. Yeah, you you actually had a three point lead with ten, 10 minutes, minutes to go. go, and then um, two for tw- two for fifteen. 
down the stretch. What what was going on in those 10 minutes offensively that, that you can kind of like from a film study standpoint, you kind of dissect and be like, okay, shots weren't going in. Here's why. Yeah, well, I, I thought we – listen, at the end of the day, sometimes there's a lid on the basket, it just seems. I felt like we got our best players the ball in areas that they can make it, and sometimes that just doesn't happen. What we didn't do is we allow that – to bother us on defense, yeah. and Boogie Ellis got hot, yeah. which was one of the keys for the game. And so that's where I saw, you know, that that mental toughness staying in it. Okay, we can get some stops. That's okay. We've missed, but now we got to make sure that we're focused. No, no Boogie Ellis. Let's get a rebound. And it seemed like every time uh, we got a, got a good shot, missed it, he came down and made one. <laughs> and sometimes that happens, but. Uh, you know, the fight was there, um, and uh, we just came up short. You know, it, it wasn't just Boogie Ellis, but it also happened later in the weekend with Tiger Campbell and, and, and Singleton and some of these guys. But it's fascinating to me how deep guys are willing to just pull the trigger nowadays. I mean, like, it, the game is noticeably different since, oh, I don't know, Steph Curry, yeah. you know, has, has started to become a famous player. Well, I felt like, you know, there's certain players, Boogie Ellis is one of those guys, once they get a rhythm, they can go. So it wasn't necessarily that he got hot. It's we allowed him to get hot. Mm-hmm. If you watch him in these other games where you, you make it difficult the whole time, he never gets hot. So his shots aren't the same shots. But once you make two or three, you start feeling it. Now you're in rhythm. Now he's shooting almost from half court. He right. shot the one where we, we got a wide open three, knocked it down. It was a seven-point game, just, uh, you know, a three-possession game. And he comes down and, and he, answers. Just, he, he answers. And that's – Unfortunately, that's how the game goes. You know, you got to make your foul shots. You got to make when you have your opportunities. You got to knock them down. These are two really different games we played against USC and then against UCLA. I mean, it. it I think from one perspective, I, I'm actually kind of surprised that we struggled more offensively against UCLA because SC has those rim protectors, right? I mean, they're kind of they're a little similar to Auburn in the way that they defend. Probably, maybe not as as physical as Auburn, maybe, but. I, I thought we did a good job of working around the fact that SC is one of the better shot blocking teams in the country. Yeah, but also you got to remember we're 13 for 41 in the paint, yeah, from the field. Got to finish. So you got to finish. You got. I mean, that, that's that's where we've been good. They did a good job of defending without fouling for the most part, but we got to finish those. Mm-hmm. Those are good. And you know, we got we are nine for 27 from three. Maybe a little bit too many threes, but that's what they allow you to do. Yeah. Especially with the shot blocker, we got to be better. I mean, you're not going to win. In the Pac-12 against top teams, shooting 32, 33% from the field, you're just not. Yeah. And Cole Bajima, when he was hot against SC, we were right there, right? And uh, I, I, that's a guy that I just continue to think, like, if he could step into these shots with confidence and, and maybe even take a few more, this is a guy that can really get hot in well, a hurry. Well, it just goes back to he's almost 50, 40, 90. 50, he, 40, 90. 50 for field, field goal, 40 from three, three 90 free throw. from free throw. And yeah. that's – that's elite company in terms yeah. of playing. So he's playing at a high level right now. We got to try to get him more. You know, his usage rate isn't as high as Keon yes. Brooks or Keon Manyfield, but he is a weapon, and uh, we got to find ways. Uh, Braxton, me, you know, he's he's starting to to, to show. You know, in, in Pac-12 games, he's averaging about 14 and seven. You know, he's, he's shooting at a high percentage. Uh, got to find ways for them, but. You know, guys like Keon, sometimes you're going to have a, a, an off night. But uh, for the most part, those are the guys that, you know, are getting the shots. they got to knock them down. Keon Menefield's an interesting character because, um, man, you know, when he scores, he scores a lot, right? You know, I mean, he's he averages nine points per game on the season. And yet, you know, he's got 
how he's got two 20-point performances. He's got four double-digit scoring performances, and those were high double digits, right? The 18s, the 16s, the 26. Um, you know, I felt like he was in a groove in that game against SC. Got in a good groove. It was his first start uh, in a long time since the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. He had a good rhythm. He knocked the shots from, you know, he's one of the our two best three-point shooters along with Cole. He's our, uh, you know, he's got the best assistant turnover ratio on our team. Uh, that's a place uh, that we're really starting to, you know, just focus on, mm-hmm. making sure that we're getting shots. And he, uh, you know, he's just, he's young. So you're going to see a lot of, you know, uh, peaks and valleys. Uh, but he's really talented. Uh, defensively is where he struggles with our zone. Uh, got to keep getting him better there. But uh, very happy with where he's at. He's an explosive scorer. But you got to expect the inconsistency. You're hoping that he's going to be as consistent every game. Right. But that's just probably not realistic well, at this level. Same with Corn Johnson, yes. too, right? I mean, you see these flashes where you're just like, oh, more of that. I'll yeah. take two of those, three, three of them. Yeah. No <laughs> yeah. question. And, and, and he's explosive. And they're, right. you know what they are? They're confident. Yeah. You watch about when they play the big games, there's no fear. They're, they, are, they are like sharks in the water. Like they are going and they are playing. Now it goes back to being a little bit more poised, finding the other guys. Mm-hmm. This isn't high school anymore. But the talent is there for sure. I do love how Keon Menefield will come into a game and it's just like, all right, I want that ball. Let's put it up. Yeah. Let's put it up. Like, pull that trigger, baby. Yeah. Let's go. And uh, so Keon Menefield had 18 in the game. Uh, Keon Brooks had another 20-point game. It felt like kind of a quiet 20 to me. Sometimes Keon can kind of go off and be really explosive, get some of those dunks and everything. But but Keon Brooks, uh, being in the role that he is, averaging 16 a game, I mean, that's good for seventh in the Pac-12. He's, he's clearly your go-to scorer. What's the next step for Keon Brooks in leading this team? we got to get him a little bit more efficient. You know, I think he, when he goes to the foul line, that we know he's being aggressive. A couple of the games uh, against, uh, uh, who was it, uh, Auburn and possibly Gonzaga, didn't go to the foul line a lot. You know, we, he gets, when he gets started to get in the foul line six, seven, eight times a game, that's when he's at his best because we know he's being aggressive. We need him to be aggressive. He's mm-hmm. got the ability to have big games for us. The more that we can, you know, move him around a little bit just so he's not a he's a moving target rather than a sitting target. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're patient enough to find him in those areas. He's very unselfish. He's got the ability to pass. And uh, he's a good basketball player. So we just got to keep working at that, especially now incorporating the young guys. And we'll see where we go. All right. Huskies sitting at 9-6 and six on the year, getting ready to head down to the desert to take on Arizona and Arizona State. We've got much more to get to here on the Husky Basketball Coaches Show. First edition of 2023, everybody. We are live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Looking to add some fun and excitement to your life? Look no further than Emerald Queen Casino. Bring on the fun with live music, a weekend getaway at our fabulous hotel, or delicious dining at one of our 10 restaurants. Revel in the excitement with the best players club in the Northwest, or at the EQC Sportsbook, where you can bet, watch, and win on all your favorite sports. Come see for yourself why they call Emerald Queen Casino the entertainment capital of the Northwest. Ready to get back in the game? Great news. The movement experts at RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists can help you find relief and results and keep you off the sidelines. With over 40 convenient locations across greater Seattle, contact RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists today at retptgroup.com to see a physical therapist. RET Physical Therapy and Healthcare Specialists, a proud sponsor of Washington Athletics and trusted choice for keeping Huskies fans in the game. 
This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Red Hook is proud to be the official craft beer of University of Washington Athletics and wants to remind fans that Red Hook Brew Lab is your ultimate game day destination. Located in the heart of Capitol Hill, less than five miles from campus, Brew Lab features 16 taps on draft, including your Red Hook favorites like Big Ballard Imperial IPA and Storm Surge Hazy IPA. Plus a new and exciting food menu this fall you will not want to miss. With two patios, ten big screen TVs, and game day specials, there's plenty of room for your whole crew all season long. Red Hook, the hardest working beer in the fridge. Please enjoy responsibly. I'm a huge UW football fan. That's Devin, a BECU member and lifelong Huskies fan. Every time I take out the BECU UW debit card, it's just a fun experience. There's nothing like being part of the UW community. That's why BECU made the UW credit and debit cards with great rates and low fees so fans can show off their Husky pride everywhere they go. BECU, power in people. Insured by NCUA. Membership required. Restrictions apply. Credit card approval subject to BECU membership credit approval and other underwriting criteria. Not every applicant will qualify. Member compensated for participation. Welcome back, everybody. We're live at Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal. Hope you're enjoying the seafood. Hope you're enjoying the views as we've got head coach Mike Hopkins here and uh, the dogs getting ready to head down to the desert to take on Arizona and Arizona State. Um, Before we get into that, just a, a, a couple more things about this team this year. Coach, one of the things I've noticed that's been so good about Husky basketball is that three point defense. It's been really, really good this year. Going into last. Night's game. What was that last night? Yeah, going into yesterday's game, you're 14th in the nation in three-point field goal percentage. Yeah. UCLA comes out, Drano, yeah. Drano. They're just hitting these threes. Yeah. What, what what's going on there? Well, our game plan. They, they have they can hit they can beat you in a lot of different places. Yeah. And uh, Braxton's been getting in foul trouble. We thought we'd be tight and uh, f- make sure Singleton. You know, they only average 15 three-point attempts a game. And yep. so we try to, you know, say, hey, beat us this way. You know, we can't beat you inside. You know, the, the possibility of uh, Hawkins in the paint and, uh, you know, big and physical, Bona, there'll be a, a lottery pick in the NBA draft. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you know, Tiger stepped up and made some shots. Hawkins made some shots. Uh, but we didn't. And I felt like if we did, we would have been right there. It would have been different. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, handed to them, they shot well from three. Yeah. I mean, this UCLA game, you know, it's it's hard enough because they're they're a legit Final Four contender with just the veteran nature of that squad and everything. It's hard enough as it is. Uh, the things that you guys do well, you defend the three really well. You really make the most of your opportunities at the free throw line, one of the better free throw shooting teams in the Pac-12, if not the country. These are just the things that just didn't happen yesterday, right? And you you gotta you gotta be sharp in all your areas, but I think even more so the things that you do really well, you gotta you gotta capitalize on those to win you, games like that, you right? You do, and again, you know, like listen, they're a very good defensive team. They went down and played Maryland. It was a top twenty-five team. Yeah. Had them down thirty-seven at home with a sellout crowd. This Crazy. team. When you play them, you know, you got to have your A game. And uh, I felt like we got some good shots early. The ball just had a lid on the basket. You mm-hmm. know, we, I thought, you know, going through, we were one for 14 from the three uh, in the first half. And, you know, going back, probably four were bad rushed. We could have mm-hmm. been a little bit more patient. But for the most part, you know, when you're playing against the top team, you got to knock them down. And we just didn't. Yeah. Also, we heard P.J. Fuller was sick yesterday. So you, you don't have another veteran in the lineup, right? And I, I just wonder – P.J., his stat line does not 
say what I think he's worth to this team. Like, just yeah, from a tough – like, he's so tough. Like, he's a tough guy, both ends of the floor. You know, I'm thinking of that St. Mary's game, just how gritty he was. Um, when when you remove him from the lineup, and then Minifield dings his knee and he only plays 11 minutes and he's not able to return, it just it – just, it seemed like you were handicapped yesterday, Hop. You know what? Injuries happen. Things happen. Uh, we've got good players. You just gotta, you gotta figure it out. It's not easy. I'm not sitting there saying that, uh, uh, but you just, you know, you gotta figure it out. Uh, we gotta be more efficient. Uh, we can't let bad offense impact our defense. Uh, we've got to be able to make, you know, when we get those layup opportunities, a little bit more focus. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when we're playing, we just gotta keep sharing, share the ball. And uh, for the most part, we've had some good moments. We just gotta be consistent. The one thing I will tell you that I was really proud of our guys, when you have a one-game turnaround after we were really disappointed after the USC loss, the score doesn't indicate where the game was. It was two possessions late, and we couldn't make anything. Was I thought we played tough. And the one thing that we challenged them was, you know, they're going to rebound. It was even. We're going to dive on loose balls. We're going to fight, especially when we went small. And so those were the little victories. Obviously, we're you know there's no concession to losing. That's yeah. not what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, you're just looking for growth in certain areas. And I felt like when we were small, I thought Bajima played as good a high energy weekend as he has. Braxton Mia was great this weekend for the most part, uh, going nine for ten in that in that game and running the court and playing with foul trouble and and really being effective and. Now it's, it's up to the other guys to really step up and play. Yeah, Cole Badgemas, I mean, he's turned into a different player than he was last year, no question. Like, he was a spot-up three-point shooter. Yeah. That was pretty much his game. He's now a dribble-drive, get-to-the-free-throw line where I'm number one in the Pac-12, mm-hmm. and I'm rebounding from the guard position on the other end 50, of the floor. 50, 40, and 90, Tony. Yeah. Like, it's close. Again, I don't have the numbers right here, <laughs> but I think he's, he's right. What is he from the field? So – Updated from this yeah, weekend yeah, is now okay. it's now forty three thirty six and eighty nine. Okay. But before the game, yes. that's where he was. He right. was three for nine. But he's uh, he's close. Can really, I think he's the most improved player in our program. Uh, you know, every time he gets a shot, you're you know you're like, oh, this thing is good. But yesterday was his grittiness, the way he came back and blocked those shots, rebounded, fought. I was just really proud of how hard he played. Noah Williams is back. That's great news, right? Noah Williams is back. It's good to have the Seattle kid out there on the floor wearing purple and gold. He's out there scrapping on the defensive end. He's fighting. He's He seems like he's forcing it maybe a little bit on the offensive end. He's putting up a whole lot of shots and, and kind of struggling to get that offense going. It's got to be hard for I, I imagine he's probably a bit winded because he's just – you know, he hasn't played basketball yeah, in eight weeks, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. What what is what is the next step that you need to see out of Noah in order for him to be the guy you envisioned him being on this team? The this one year? thing that he gives us, he gives us a different type of toughness. Yeah, and I love that about him. He is a fighter. He's got a fighting spirit. Uh, he's a, I think he's a really good leader. And uh, but he hasn't played in a long time, so there's a rhythm that has to you got to get back to. So you can't be hunting shots. You know, I think where he can be good is he has the ability to make everybody around him better. He's a big guard that can play multiple positions. Uh, you know, he, he, I, I thought one of the biggest things coaching against him when he was at Washington State was his ability to draw fouls. Mm. He gets in the paint, he pump fakes, he's awkward, and I think that's a, a big a big piece of, of where he can really hurt other teams. And then 
you know, he's got to be the guy that everybody loves to play with because he has the ability to get 10 rebounds, 10 assists. He also has the ability to score. I just think scoring in the first five or six games as he comes back is yeah. going to be hard because right. you've got to build that rhythm. You've got to build that trust with your teammates. And the biggest thing was when you add a player is that chemistry. Mm. People are the, the lineups that have been playing and where you lose a player, like you said, yeah. those are the difficulties is the chemistry, the connection. Yeah. And uh, those are the things that you can't really get until you get that experience and time together. Down to the desert this week, dogs at Arizona and Arizona State. We'll talk about that when we continue live from Chinooks at Seattle's Fisherman's Terminal on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Alaska Airlines and the Huskies, that's always a win-win. With Alaska's global partners, dogs can go big to over a 1,000 destinations worldwide, including amazing cities like London, Paris, Rome, Tokyo, Bangkok, Cancun, and beyond. And with Mileage Plan, the most generous loyalty program in the skies, you can earn and redeem miles whenever and wherever you travel with Alaska and the One World Alliance Airlines. Join now and receive $25 off your next flight. Head to alaskaair.com slash huskies to sign up, book now, and touch down somewhere new. Go dogs! That to-do list you have needs one more thing. Chill. It's an easy thing to do. Just crack open an ice-cold Coors Light and chill. Take the afternoon off and binge watch anything. Go to happy hour and stay for a couple hours. Who's counting anyways? Or hang out with just your dog because you've had enough human interaction this week. Whatever you do, do it with a Coors Light. Mountain cold refreshment made to chill. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. This is the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. For over 60 years, UW Medicine has been here for you, for your family, for our community. Today, we're still the only healthcare system in Washington directly connecting care with a top-rated medical school and a research powerhouse. It's our continuing promise to you that in times of joy, times of hope, times of uncertainty, you will always receive a higher degree of health care. UW Medicine, a higher degree of health care. While you're rooting for your favorite team, make sure your money is working for you. Home Street Bank is here to help you maximize your savings with our special CD offers. We have everything from a 3.25% four-month featured CD to a 4% APY 18-month featured CD, plus more in between. Head to homestreet.com UWCD to check out all of our rates and learn how you can start scoring with Home Street today. Again, that's homestreet.com UWCD. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Terminal, welcome out. Happy New Year. Welcome to our first show of 2023. Tony Castricona, head coach Mike Hopkins with you as the dogs get ready to go down and take on the Wildcats and the Sun Devils. It starts on Thursday at Arizona, 8 p.m. tip-off, 9 Mountain Time. It's like, it's like what is that, Mountain Standard Time, not Daylight Time? Like Arizona does the switch, but not Don't switch, do whatever. I'm, I, I, whatever. It's 8 o'clock Seattle time. Let's just say that. 8 o'clock Seattle time is when the game is. Washington at Arizona. And, uh, Coach, you just got done taking on a, a, a legit Final Four contender, and now you got to play another one in this next game. Um, Arizona's good. I'm looking at the analytics. I, they're, they're good at everything. They turn over the ball a lot because they play high tempo, high possession numbers. They're, they're freaking good, though. They are. They, uh, you know, they, they plug and play in terms of their system. Uh, they play with two big guys, which is really rare. It's, uh, you know, obviously the Gonzaga system. 
uh, with Tommy. They got a great point guard in Kirk Curiosa. And, uh, you know, Courtney Ramey's a high-level transfer from Texas. Yep. And so, uh, you know, when you play them, you got to get back in transition. You know, they, they score, I think, 18 points a game of their 60 or their 70-whatever in league in transition. And then 42 of those points also come in the paint. And so take away the three-point ball, transition, points in the paint. They're as good as anybody in the country. Yeah, uh, just wild. And then, you know, so you're talking about Ramey. You're talking about Creesa. Pell Larson was the sixth man of the year in the league last year, so you got the guys on the perimeter. And then Tubela Simbalo, I mean, they lead the league in, like, all, like everything other than assists and steals and three-point shots. Like, any big man category, they lead the league in those numbers. Yeah, and, uh, you know, Tubelas is one of the most skilled players in the country. He's got great size. He's been there now. It was a year three. Uh, he can shoot it. He can pass it. He can dribble it. He's one of the best runners in transition. Balo, uh, I had the, you know, I was able to watch him when I was part of the uh, assistant coach for the 19 and under uh, national team mm -hmm. when we had Cade Cunningham. We had, you know, oh, everybody yeah. was our mm -hmm. first round. Scotty Barnes, and you know, we were loaded. Jalen Suggs, and uh, he was. We played against him in the finals, and he had 26 and 10 against us. So I saw then, and he was at Gonzaga before he transferred. Yeah. I saw his talent. And so he's a guy that just took over for Coloco. Not the athlete of Coloco, but yeah. maybe even a low po better low post score. Hmm. And then they've added Cedric Henderson, a transfer from Campbell. The Campbell Camels. You ever been to, you ever been to Campbell University? I've never heard. I, I, don't, I couldn't even tell you if someone it's said, in North what's Carolina. The, yeah, what's the – the Big mascot, South. the Campbells, I would never, had never have a chance. Yeah, but uh, he was all conference in the Big South, and yeah. he's transferred in. Uh, and, and he, big anything league, you big can tell me league. about C uh, Cedric Henderson? Five, uh, 45. 45? Yeah. Can I tell you anything about him? Yeah. He's very good. <laughs> I just want to make sure he's not uh, you know, Cedric Henderson's son, one of the great players ever <laughs> played. But, you know, this this is a team. They're they're deep. They play the same style. Mm -hmm. It's like old Carolina teams. you got to be able to get mm -hmm. back in transition. Yeah. Uh, you got to be able to keep the ball out of the paint. And then it, it goes back to, like, UCLA. You're hopefully that they're not going to have a great shooting night because they can beat you in so many areas. And then at ASU on Sunday. This is a team that's top 50 Ken Palm, top 60 NET, 11-3 on the year. They started 11-1, but they've dropped two in a row. What do you think of the Sun Devils? I think, the, you know, Frankie Collins, great transfer report in Washington, who we were involved in. This is a team, you know, Bobby's teams, they play fearless. Uh, they're guard-oriented. They take some crazy shots, but they're very confident players, and they play very tough defense. And that, those types of guys, they're dangerous. You just don't know what you're going to get. But they had a great run, uh, be great contest for us to go down there and play two different styles. Uh, with ASU, the same type of thing. you got to get back, but you also got to attack them. They're going to be a lot of possession games. Those are fun games to play. The guys are excited, and it'll be a tough road trip, but something that we're looking forward to and how we can become better. All right, can't wait for it. Huskies play on the road at Arizona on Thursday. 8 o'clock tip, 7.30 pregame right here on the network. Thanks for coming out to Schnooks tonight on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. You've been listening to the Husky Basketball Coaches Show on the Washington Sports Network from Learfield. Join us each week throughout the season to hear from University of Washington head basketball coaches Mike Hopkins and Tina Langley. The Husky Basketball Coaches Show has been presented by Anthony's Restaurants, showcasing the essence of the Northwest by pairing the best seafood with waterfront views. The proceeding has been a Learfield presentation of the Washington Sports Network. 
Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.